than Scarlett Johansson, who is apparently 5'3 or 5'4, depending she on who you're asking. She's not. She's my height? Yep. She's a little? <laughs> what? Yeah. Let's try the intro again. <laughs> Welcome to Monster Pod, <laughs> the show about Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> and being surprised at how tall people is. Um, we are now nine minutes into the recording. We have talked about peppers and uh, Taryn I don't think I, rec- and- I don't think I recorded the peppers bit, but... <laughs> oh, thank God. Uh- <laughs> I'm fairly certain that you did, honestly. I think I started in the middle of the mushroom discussion. The mush, mush Russian. No. I'm no. Emma, I'm Emily, no. and uh, you're also fired from the podcast. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> it means I don't have to make up stories for you knuckleheads to ruin. Um, anyway, I'm I'm here anytime you want me. <laughs> I'm gonna give the podcast to Charm. Me, Emily, will be playing uh, Gnora Sparkle Branch, uh, Bard Gnome. I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but I did choose the College of Satire because she is a uh, prop comedian. She's a Gallagher. She's a Gallagher. <laughs> or a carrot top, depending on where you want to go with that. <laughs> depending on which generation. <laughs> I can't think of any modern day prop comedians. Um, Travis, what are you doing? I'm playing D&D. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Travis. I play a big old elephant man named Harry B. Elefante, who is your friendly neighborhood tooting cleric? That covers it. Not a lot <laughs> of difference from Buddy Norman. I mean... I mean, he's like part elephant, but other than that... Uh, I'm Sarah. This week I am playing Carol Stoneforge, uh, who's very handsome and rides a bear. And what does he do? Oh, he's a fighter. Uh, and I'm Zadie, and this week I'm playing Cap Night Breeze, who's a barbarian who apparently is better than John Walker because he can take down the White Wolf. Hails from Wakanda can disarm <laughs> a White Wolf with one move. And would probably not be upset if the Dora Milaje took her down, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't think any of us would be upset if we were taken down by that group of women. Frankly, I'd be turned on, so... So, like, punch me in the face, please. <laughs> I beg Hit you. me with the stick. Uh, and then we have a very special guest DM this week, uh, Charm, who you may remember from the last episode, unless you skipped the last episode, in which case, what are you doing? <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> but I'm here, and... Yeah. Unless somebody likes to just builds their own, like, Tarantino experience? <laughs> so they just purposely listen to things out of order? If that's the case, last episode was amazing, and this one will be even better. <laughs> People just like to watch the world burn. I mean, if you missed the last episode, you missed a, an emotionally stirring performance. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. Uh, so when we left off, uh, we had just fought some wolves. Uh, or I should say, Cap fought some wolves. <laughs> Sadie fought some wolves. And, and Carol showed up at the end so he could be like, and I helped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty accurate. Um, I would say a special shout out to Harry for prioritizing the old man. <laughs> yeah. and, and thinking with his butt. <laughs> yeah, he certainly I'm did. i to save people and fart on wolves. <laughs> 
All right, well, in the aftermath of the battle, wolves uh, laying around you, um, dead or unconscious, you're not entirely sure, but you prioritize uh, for the moment the old man who is clinging to Harry and saying, oh, uh, thank thank you all so much for your assistance. Uh, uh, What are you doing out here? Nora, Gnora, who's at least, like, 50 feet back, still hanging out at the tree line, is like, you're welcome! <laughs> oh, yes, yes, you too, uh, thank you. He kind of waves. I guess Harry's gonna be like, yeah, well, we were sent here to, uh, save a damsel in distress, or you said damsel? Oh, me? No, 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 I... Are you engaged to be wed to the real buff, uh, duke? I already forgot what... Earl? Yeah. Earl. He's engaged an earl. to an earl. No, yeah. no, not me. Oh, well, then you're not the wench we're looking for. <laughs> no, I'm just an old man who, who got lost on his way home from the fair. I was hoping that... Ooh, there's uh, a fair? S- s- uh, Do they have... Yes, uh, a few towns away, there was a fair, and I I made my way there and had a nice time. And I was on my way home, and I took a wrong turn, and here I am. Yeah, I mean, this this trail kind of leads off a, a cliff, so I can't imagine this is where you were intending to go. Oh, the wolves chased me up here. I tried to lose them in the trees, but they were too smart for me. I, I'm sorry <laughs> about that, sir. <laughs> it's quite all right. I I get lost very easily. Very, very, very easily. I spend a lot of time in wandering, and... Oh, I would really appreciate it if you could... If you could direct me back to... The road and the bridge that leads back to Granville, I would really help. Are you, like, hurt or anything? Do we need to handle that before we send you on your way through the forest that's apparently filled with wolves? <laughs> uh, you can take a look at him. You can make a medicine check. You can make a yeah, perception I'll make check. the medicine check, seeing as I am, you know, the medicine man. I have a plus four in medicine, jackass. <laughs> you uh, could help. I have a plus seven. Or you could both roll. Whichever. I got a twenty. Okay. Okay, so, wait, what was um, Harry's total? Uh, mine was 23. Fuck off. Okay, so, um, between the two of you, you both you both look this old man over, and you're kind of uh, pointing out different things, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, Ganora kind of notices the bruising and the um, visible uh, damage um, in the facial area, whereas... Harry's kind of focused on the way that he's holding his side. There might be some internal um, damage to him there. I'm going to let Harry take the lead on the healing because I'm not going to burn a spell slot. I also <laughs> don't want to burn a spell slot. Well, if you if you don't want to use magical means, you can um, just use your general medicine skills to uh, stabilize his wounds. So that would just say be we've got like. Potions. Can you have a medicine check or a herbalism kit or a potion? I think you, you underestimate how helpless yeah. I am in a fight, so I'm probably going to need that shit for myself. I got a two, so I'm <laughs> going to hand band-aids to Harry. I got a 16 for the medicine check to healing him. Okay, great. So you hand over, uh, Ganora hands over some scraps of fabric, and they're a little bit small um, to be useful, but then... She remembers she has a healer's kit, and uh, with the assistance from her kit and uh, Harry's expertise in medicine, you're able to bandage uh, the old man up and give him a little tincture for his internal wound um, and get him feeling a little bit more spry than he was before. Some fantasy Advil. Yeah. (laughs) 
Chewing some plant cud. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, herbalism. Disgusting. (laughs) Uh, And he says, oh, uh, thank you so much. I I appreciate it. I feel, oh, I do feel a little bit better now than I did. Uh, Would you be willing to, to show me the way back? Um, from her memory, Ganora is going to try to, uh, draw him a map on a piece of parchment that she has, which I don't know what to roll to see how well she remembers it, but I'm assuming it's not well. <laughs> okay, I'll say, would you rather focus on your, uh, memory of the route you took, or would you rather focus on your skill in conveying this in a picture? So, dexterity or intelligence? We're going to have to focus on dexterity because intelligence is going to get that old man killed. (laughs) Okay, so you can make a dexterity check in order to draw this map for him. Uh, That's a 13. A 13. Okay, so you you draw him a passable map um, with some arrows on it. And uh, he kind of looks it over and he says, "Uh, Well, I I appreciate the work you've you've put into this, but... um, Oh, I'm hopeless at following maps. Everything just looks jumbled about. I don't know which arrow leads where and which direction I'm supposed to hold it. Sir, do you want us to walk you back to town? Because we spent a whole half day coming out here and like... (laughs) Got like a princess to say... If you can't, it's it's fine. I'll I'll go my own way, I guess. If you sit here, we can find you on the way back home. But we got some shit we gotta do. Oh, uh, really? How how long do you think you'll be? Well, it depends on how hard the DM makes it. <laughs> <laughs> depends on how many puzzles there are, because if there's puzzles, oof. The, the DM is actually my god. Um. <laughs> and if there's a door, then we're just never going to figure it out. <laughs> You're at the whims of your deities, I see. You are uh, holy people. Uh, well, I, I guess I'll wait here and hope I don't get attacked by any more beasts. Christ. Um, well, I'm going to leave the old man with a vial of alchemist fire in case uh, he gets attacked again. That's very nice of you. And I say, Carol's going to leave uh, Boris there to help guard him. Oh. No one's going to fuck with Boris. Also, I assume we're almost like there, right? Um, you are nearing the height of the mountain, though you haven't seen where you're headed to yet. You haven't noticed any uh, layers. Yeah, Boris is a good boy. He'll he'll handle it. All right, so the old man says, Oh, uh, thank you uh, both for your assistance. I I do feel a little better with some protection here. <laughs> and kind of smiles at Boris. And then he, um, he says, Oh, uh, I guess I'll be here when, when you come back. Uh, try not to be too long. Oh, yes, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, he'll sit down with Boris, uh, kind of the edge of the... The forest just inside of it, hidden. I pull out a little travel Scrabble set and set it next to him, just in case you get bored. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's very kind, young miss. Uh, and he takes the set and kind of looks it over with mild confusion, but interest. Okay, so um, as you guys are leaving the old man behind, uh, Harry, you kind of notice that... At the mention of this earl, um, the old man lets out a nervous little toot. Ooh. <laughs> That's, uh, your passive insight has noticed this. Okay. And my trunk is gonna go sniff up the, the toot. 
Let's take a real good whiff. Take a real good whiff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I take a real good whiff, and I pull him off to the side so only he can hear it, and I whisper into his ear and say, Hey, man, your shirt is inside out. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so he he looks down and he goes, oh, oh, of course, that's me, ever forgetful. And uh, he kind of looks around and starts undoing his cloak so that he can flip his shirt. All right, we're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys continue on your way. Onward. So you begin to move uh, through the forest. You now have a more clear um, sight line of how to get up. And further up the mountain, since you were out of the trees for a little bit. Um, As you are traveling, uh, the fog itself um, kind of settles uh, near the ground. And makes it a little bit easier for you guys to see as you're... Depending on how high, like how far the fog is up off the ground. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm saying it's settling closer to the ground now. So it's easier for you to see. So obviously... It's below the height of Ganora. Okay. <laughs> it's collectively you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am right at your nose. I am the lowest. Because you're in you're the party. three you're three feet tall, right? Yeah, three feet yeah. one inch, please. <laughs> yeah, so it's like one it's and an a half, two feet. Okay. So it, it engulfs okay. most of you, but your head pokes at the top. Okay. How adorable. <laughs> a little floating head in the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys uh move on um can i get a survival check for the last leg of your journey Ooh, i survived the shit out of that uh 18 18 Six. 25 16 holy shit 25 and 14 14. Okay, so uh collectively with each of your footsteps blowing the fog a little bit out of your way everyone keeping a keen eye out around you and following the natural patterns of the um, plant life around you you manage to make your way up the mountain to what seems like is not actually the top but when you you come out of a group of trees you find yourself at a large wrought iron gate is it spiked? Uh, it is, and you arrive there a little bit more quickly than you expected to um, when you originally left. Um, but as you're looking at the gate, you can see that it and the walls that it's attached to are overgrown with a thick, thick vine with long thorns that stick out, um, completely covering the gate. I set them on fire. <laughs> uh, by what method do you set them on fire? And what area? <laughs> I have a uh, trait called Fire Starter, mm-hmm. where I can take an action to produce a miniature flame to light things. So, okay. So you use your miniature flame? Yes, I'm going to light it at a couple points along the wall, so it has you know different starting points just in case one doesn't work out. Okay. So you step forward, you light the flame in your hand, and you direct it towards. Uh, the base of one thicket of thorns. Um, you can see the fire begins to lick onto the vines um, and then very shortly goes out as it burns away the exterior bark. The interior is 
like a metallic material and doesn't well, burn guys, any further. I thought that was going to work. I'd been playing a lot of Breath of the Wild and it seemed like it was going <laughs> to happen for me. So they're robot vines? <laughs> um, they, they seem to have a, a regular plant exterior and the interior is a metallic-like substance. Carol's going to hit it with his sword. <laughs> okay. Ganora and um, Carol both make me a dexterity save. Oh. Uh-oh. That's not good. Uh-oh. Uh, six. Six? Four. And a four. Okay. So both of you uh, at your positions near to the thorns um, are surprised to find that they begin to move. Uh, first, uh, Ganora, the area that you burned... A thin rope of vine lashes out um, at your hand and does six piercing damage to you. God damn it. How? Puncturing your hand with one of its long thorns that are about three inches um, and then retreating back into the wall. Um, Carol, you swing your weapon at it and you take five points of damage as the thorns rise up to meet your attack and Ow. manage to just pierce the edges of your fingers. I imagine he says it just like that, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you guys can um, do, uh, let's say, an arcana or a nature check to look closer at the the thorns and the vines themselves, or you can you can do an investigation check on the gate. I have zero in all of those, so Same. minus one to all of those. But I'm definitely going to try. Wait, are uh, those all it. intelligence? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I got a four. I got an eighteen to any of those. Okay, so Harry's looking around, but is kind of distracted by a slight amount of worry at all the bleeding. His friends are here. <laughs> <laughs> who was the one who got an 18? Me. Emily. Nora. Okay. Yeah. So you you take a look. Um oh what do you what are you rolling your 18 in? What did you choose? Um let's just do Arcana, because I have a zero in everything that yeah, it's listed, just so Arcana. Whatever said. tactic you're choosing, and you're choosing to look at the uh obviously magical nature since it didn't fall prey to your flames. Um and so you can see that these were are not a natural sort of vine. They are created definitely by magic, um, and that's what keeps it uh, resistant to the fire that you are unleashing upon it. And I'll say also that you know that the more that the vines are disturbed, the, the more they'll try to attack you. Um, I have an idea, guys. <laughs> Oh god. Um how how high is the fence? Fifteen feet. Um who's the strongest member of our group? I'm gonna hope the barbarian. I mean I got a plus seven in athletics, so Yeah, I have oh. a plus six in athletics. Okay, okay. So I have my my magic balloon. <laughs> which I am just imagining, like, they all inflate kind of like the house and up, and I just tie it onto someone. I know that's not how it's described in, like, the handbook. <laughs> yes, but... but I imagine they're penises or something hilarious. They're the long balloons. I was for children's birthday parties, please. <laughs> so they look um, like penises in their single shape form before they've been shaped into animals. But 
Um, I'm thinking I attach this to the strongest member and they can pick us up individually and carry us over <laughs> and then come back. So we just don't have to fuck around with this. <laughs> so you're thinking like a one at a time ferrying with somebody yes. wearing the backpack. Yes, I'm totally here. Carol is totally down for this plan. This sounds awesome. I've got a grappling hook and some rope that should help out with that. Or I can also just use magic and make the magic go away. Okay, I'll what? say whichever whichever method you prefer to use to help Travis, you can help with this. I, Travis would definitely prefer to use the grappling hook rope method. Because it's mm-hmm. much more funny than just using dispel magic. Which okay, I currently yeah. have stocked. <laughs> For this exact purpose, because I figured there was going to be a trap door at some point that we needed to dispel magic on. <laughs> there might but be this more is a do- much more funny solution. There might be doors later, so hold on <laughs> to that. All right, so you guys um, uh, start to enact your plan. You get Carol. Did you decide Carol's going to be the one to do the so. if, if Carol can lift Harry... Harry weighs 420 pounds. Harry might be the one we have to attach the backpack to. <laughs> oh, a floating elephant? <sighs> yeah, because the... Well, I was just going to say that you guys can also, um, like, you can use the grappling hook to give yourselves assistance on, like, gaining the altitude that you need um, with somebody who is extra heavy. So there are some things you can do to to help make it easier for him to cross. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure someone isn't stuck trying to lift a, an elephant over a gate. <laughs> yeah, so how about you guys will start with Harry wearing it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I am also going to cast uh, Guidance on all of us, so all of us can add a d4 to any role that we are inevitably going to do while trying to cross over. Is this your cantrip Guidance? Yeah, cantrip Guidance. You can choose one creature, I believe. Uh, yes, but it's a cantrip, so I'll use it three times. Four times? It's concentration. Oh, it is. I didn't realize that was concentration. Okay. Maybe cast it, it on the person, person who's going to be doing the lifting. And you could use it each time somebody's crossing if you want, and so help a specific person in that crossing each time. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll great. do that. What, what would you have to roll to make that happen? <laughs> so we'll say, okay, let me think for a second. You're going across, it will be Harry. Is Harry going to carry somebody or just go alone? We should probably just give you someone to carry yeah just to see if it since i'm the smallest i'll yeah i say let's start with the smallest and i'll yeah. get and see if it works okay. okay so i'll say the two of you will each make a check and let me just figure out what check to choose we'll say it's an athletics check for harry for doing the flying part we'll say you do like uh some kind of jump or something to lift off. Um, you've got the grappling hook involved to help pull yourselves. And we'll get Ganora to do right, one acrobatics or you could choose sleight of hand, let's say. Oh, they're both good. I'll do an acrobatics check. Um, that's a 17. And I got a 13 for my jump. So I'll say you manage to leap into the air and the balloons carry you into the sky. Um, However, you get exactly 15 feet up. You're going to need just a little bit more loft in order to cross over. Harry fart. Harry toots guidance onto himself. Uh, Go ahead and roll that d4. 
It was a very weak toot. It was only another one, which got me up to a 14. Uh, and then with the help of um, Gnora with the grappling hook, you're able to get just high enough for both of you to cross over the top without being <laughs> raked by thorns and begin to descend on the other side. Nice. Yay! Okay, well, set me down and go get the others. <laughs> or is there a way for you to open it from this side? Oh, we should probably check. Yeah, yeah Can I'll I check? check to see if there's a open gate button. Yeah. Okay, so give me an investigation check. There, I'll roll that as well. Yeah, you guys can collaborate. Uh, I got a 12. 12? I keep rolling very bad on intelligence-based rolls, so I got a 4. <laughs> and a 4. <laughs> okay, between the two of you, you're looking at the gate, and it's hard to see through the thorns. You can see that there is a lock on the gate. But it's shaped pretty weird. Like, the lock is very large. Is it something that I can get to without stabbing myself with thorns? No. You would have to clear some thorns or push your hand through, which you would get a little bit scraped, but you you might be able to sleight of hand get in there without touching it too much, because your hands are very small. When I set the the things on fire out front, did it burn the thorns away and just leave, like, a metal... Uh, like a rope, like a metal tube almost, or were there, thorns still on it? There were still thorns, but they were shorter. Okay. Um, I'm going to set it on fire again. Okay, so you go ahead, you apply your fire starter flame to the area around the lock, and burn away a bit of the thorns, um, making them shorter, and an area that you can actually slip your hand through. Yes, and then I'm going to use my thieves' tools to try to pick the lock. Okay, go ahead, give me a thieves' tools check, um, but instead of... Yeah, okay, so instead of it being your um, dex bonus, it's going to be your charisma bonus, so you you can add plus one to that. Okay, because I already have a plus eight in thieves' tools. Yeah, so it's plus nine instead. That's good. It's a 17. A 17, okay. Um, so you begin to... Uh, press your thieves' tools forward towards the lock on the gate, and you can see that the opening is way bigger than a usual lock would be. Um, and so you kind of have to study it for a little bit, um, passing your tools along the edge until you find an area where you can actually insert the tool for it to work. Um, you begin moving it around in there and listening, and you don't hear the usual mechanisms, um, but you can feel something physically, and you realize it's a magical lock. This lock's fucked up, guys! <laughs> and you are unfortunately unable to unlock it, though you can feel movement happening um, as you're using your, your tools. Lock's real fucked up. <laughs> can you just, like, toss your backpack over the fence? Yeah, you, you can make a dexterity check with advantage because you've got assistance from... Or actually, I'll yeah. say it's uh, athletics or acrobatics. Um, I'm going to let Harry toss it because he's bigger than I am, so he starts off with the advantage of being <laughs> further off the ground. Yep, that's true. Because you said you're, what, six foot nine? Yeah. So you're like halfway <laughs> up the fence almost. <laughs> and I got a 15 for my strength check on that. Okay, great. So it it soars into the air and lands on the other side, um, dragging the rope from the grappling hook behind it. So, Archer? So in theory, at this point, I could just pull somebody over? Like, if they put the backpack on? Yeah. If they're able to give you some lift? 
Or at least give somebody advantage on a check by pulling on the rope to help them with their jump. Yeah, you'll be able to direct them with the rope. Do you want to jump, Carol, or do I? Should we, maybe we should both jump? Let's just both jump. Okay, so who's going to wear it and who is going to be carried? I think Carol's strength is just like probably. slightly. I think yeah. yours is slightly more, yeah. So Carol will wear it, yeah. Uh, so go ahead and make me uh, athletics, Carol, uh, with advantage, I should say, Carol. Oh, great. And Great. And you can also make an athletics check, Cap. Okay. Uh, that's 18 for Carol. 18. Well, 18 plus 6. <laughs> okay, 24. Yep. <laughs> for Cap. So between the two of you, you coordinate and you leap like a pair of high jumpers into the air. Um, on the other side... Harry yanks hard on the rope, um, and you guys rise into the air high enough to travel over the wall. Um, below your feet, you can see some of the thorns that are being pulled on by the rope a little. Um, try to reach up towards you, but you're high enough uh, from your great jump that you don't get scratched. And you land safely on the other side. Good jump, team. Yay, we did it. Put my, my balloon pack back in my bag to recharge. <laughs> That's the best door we've ever done, guys. It is the best door we've ever done. <laughs> we didn't even have to open it. <laughs> well, guys, it's not technically a door. <laughs> Listen, it's the best we've ever done with something that is door-like. The gate's just an outside door. <laughs> that you can see through. You can jump over. <laughs> you manage to get onto the other side of the gate, and you look around, you look forward, and you can see up ahead is a castle built into the side of the mountain. Oh, that's probably going to have another door. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had been recording enough for that to be the end of the episode. I know. <laughs> <laughs> On next episode, the whole time getting for the next door. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll have to see if you're able to. Um, you look around at, at the grounds and you can see they're remarkably well manicured. Oh, so this enchanter has a, a hedge guy. <laughs> there definitely are many hedges. Uh, as you begin to move forward, you can see um, to the northeast, there is a large amount of hedges. There are a few topiary bushes in the shapes of animals. I've read a book about this one, guys. We need to stay away from those. <laughs> and then further up ahead, you can see a courtyard of sorts leading to a moat and a large drawbridge, except it's covered over with the same thorny vines from the gate. Ah. Uh, I mean, I've used my big idea for the episode, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> Hang on. I should mention that as you guys get closer, um, you can see that up ahead the grass has a set of tiles on it in a dark and light pattern. And that is in between you and the moat. And on the other side, there is a rose bush with pink roses on it. But it's in the shape of a person. Uh, I'm going to walk up to the rose bush and wave. Uh, so uh, you walk up and you find yourself at the the gap between some hedges, like a ten foot gap. And then in front of you is the um, checkered tile section. 
that is about 40 feet across. And on the opposite end of that is the rose bush. Um, well, I don't really want to step on the tiles in case it, it does something. Carol! So as <laughs> you get to that point, you shout back for Carol. And as you do, the rose bush speaks. <laughs> it turns to, to Loki to you and says, You are trespassing. <laughs> you should leave. You are on private property. And if you don't leave now, there will be dire consequences. I mean, I kind of assumed, uh, we just kind of want the lady back. If you are a sanctioned visitor, you will know how to move like a member of the court. The drawbridge will only lower for courtiers. Uh, we are sanctioned, but we just forgot the secret password. Um. I think I probably have to do a deception roll on that. (laughs) (laughs) I'll say you can make a deception roll and anyone can make an insight check. Um, oh, no. to try and understand what it's uh, telling you. Uh, that is a 21 on insight. That's that is good, an 11 on my deception. I got a 16 on insight, if that helps anything. 11 deception, 21 insight. And a whole three insight. I do an intimidation oh, away. <laughs> well, no, this was the die that was giving me the nat 20 there for a while. Well, it used them all up. It's almost like it's random exactly or something. <laughs> Well, Cap, you you look over this rose bush and you get frustrated trying to read its emotions and you go for intimidation instead. Um, however you accomplish that. I'm just going to yell at the bush. I mean, I got a 19 of intimidation. So She is made of fire. Yes, total. Oh, yeah. And that is I am a made flammable of fire. rose bush. See, that's what yeah. I thought about the thorns, but they weren't fucking flammable. <laughs> um, I actually... Can can I do, like, a produce flame and <laughs> be, like, just threaten to burn the rosebush? <laughs> All right, that is how you intimidate it. Um, as, at the same time, um, Harry tries to impress upon it that you guys forgot the secret password. Um... It looks as skeptical as a bush can do at Mary, um, but it does recoil a little bit upon sight of the flames coming from Cap's uh, hands and, for a brief moment, hair. <laughs> so, Carol, you, you look over at it, and it looks like it, it wants you to, to step on the tiles, but you can kind of tell there's a right way to cross these tiles. They're, they're white and black, right? Yes. It's a big old chessboard. Yeah, I was going to say, this is definitely some sort of chessboard, but, uh... Yeah, I would say that that you guys get the impression that it is like a chessboard. And then, and he said, the bush said it's how, like, courtiers would know how to move. So is it, like... I'm just trying to think of, like, what chess piece would be a courtier. I'm going to step on the first white square that is near me. Yeah, because you start with white. Okay, great. So... You step forward, it's actually directly ahead of you. So you're standing on that white square. Uh, Nothing happens. The bush is silent. (laughs) The white ones are okay, guys. (laughs) I don't know how to play chess. We're too dumb for this. (laughs) I can play checkers. (laughs) I'll let you know this. This is a, it's a reasonably common game. So, if you want to roll an intelligence check to see how much you remember about the game, DC is not actually that high. <laughs> well, either is our intelligence. Oh, I got an 18. 
An 18 is definitely a success in trying to remember how chess pieces move, um, because, again, I got a is... six to remind her how chess pieces move, so <laughs> I think I hurt the situation. Uh, you try to help, but she kind of forges ahead with her own memory. There you go. I got a whole 13, but... Harry is just shouting lightning bolt for no reason at all. He doesn't even know why. Being a real Ron Weasley over here, guys. <laughs> so, like... I'm just did, thinking. Did Carol want to participate or no? I'm just checking because everyone's. Nah, I'm was... good. Okay. <laughs> so go ahead, Sadie. It's not hitting you something with this. the sword, so it's boring. <laughs> I'm mostly just, I'm trying to switch between whether it's like you move as like a knight or like the queen because the queen is. I will say the queen is straightforward, which seems boring. So I would say probably the knight. And that's more of the L. You would know that it is an L shape. You would move horizontally or vertically by two squares and then horizontal or vertical by one more square. I'm going to move uh, vertically and then horizontally to the right. Vertically by two, horizontally to the right, um, and the... Okay, so you stopped there. Were you doing anything, Cap? Or are you just advising uh, Neuron? I'm probably just advising because I don't want to step and hurt something. She's fairly light, so if something is triggered... I am waiting for it to be like a springboard that launches me off the board. <laughs> uh, so, Gnora, you step forward by two squares and over by one, and the crow's bush before you says, Ah, oh, see? You are trespassers. God damn it. Oh, son of a bitch. You should turn back now, or I will be forced. To retaliate. Can I shoot a crossbow bolt? I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to want to do my investigation check still. Um, <laughs> let's get the results of the investigation check before I tell you the results uh, of firing at it. Well, a two minus one is one. All right. I am <laughs> going to set that. So I'll, I'll just say that Harry looks around frantically and all you see is hedges. <laughs> <laughs> I am also, there are hedges there are hedges everywhere I do want to set that crossbow bolt, bolt on fire before I, I shoot it got it it's flaming make your attack 15 uh, 15 is a hit 3 it does 3 damage plus whatever <laughs> fire damage you want to add to that but it is 3 uh, what's your fire starter thing say like, what kind of fire is it? I can use one or? action pr- to produce a miniature flame to light things. Like, I can just set stuff on fire. It doesn't specify anything else. Okay, so I will add uh, two fire damage to it as a standard. So whenever you add that ability to your arrow, you can add two fire damage. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Because it's just on fire, I figure. Um, so it actually takes... Uh, it takes the fire damage and it starts to catch fire a little bit. Um, what kind of damage is your crossbow piercing? Yes. Okay, so it, it takes less damage from the arrow going in, but more damage from the fire licking out Checks into out. its into its uh, leaves. And it looks down in frustration and says, Oh, you really are trespassers. Guards? What did you expect? <laughs> and, oh, no. uh... Y'all can roll for initiative. Oh, no. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, Ganora. Uh, 15. 15. Harry. Oh, uh, nine. 
Nine. Carol. A whopping three. Three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thirteen. Got distracted by one of the hedges that looks like a bear. <laughs> Thank you. Now give me a couple minutes to set the battle up for myself. Okay, guys, if these hedges come to life, we're going to have to to go Jack Nicholson on it and just <laughs> set them on <laughs> I fire, say, I let's, guess. I, I was going to say, let's just uh, put cap on them. <laughs> just flamethrower it like a Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Can one of us hold Cap kind of like a gun and just... <laughs> <laughs> it can't be me, but... <laughs> this is just a, like, Bucky and Rocket situation. Uh, that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking of. I was thinking of Ace Ventura with the skunk at the end of When Nature Calls, but... Mm. As the <laughs> flaming arrow enters into this um, pink uh, rosebush creature, it calls out, Guards! And um, from either side of the chessboard, uh, the hedges at the side entrances step away from the rest of the hedge and turn into similar humanoid-shaped rosebushes. Um, one is yellow, one is pale pink, one is white, and one is orange. Um, I mean, the rose is on it. It's green overall, because of the hedge part. <laughs> um, and each of them stand at attention and look towards, uh, Gnora on the board. We'll start there with Gnora. Um, so Gnora, like, gets herself pumped up magic-wise, uh, and prepares cast a spell by yelling time to paint the roses red motherfucker and cast cloud of daggers <laughs> okay so really? you're gonna you're gonna bring that one out now well trimming the hedges was also on the table but i didn't feel as good <laughs> okay so would you like to target the one that you've already attacked or one of the other four um i'm going to target the orange one the orange. Because that sounds okay. good. Unless there's a white one. There's a white one. <laughs> I'm going to target the white one. That's more thematically appropriate for what I'm going for. Um, so on its turn, it will take 44 slashing damage as long as you stay concentrating. Mm-hmm. Anything else you'd like to do? No, I think that kind of exhausts my my quips and the things that I can do. <laughs> you don't want to, like, uh, use your bonus action to inspire anybody or anything like that? Oh, I'm going to hang on to that for later use because I can't really think of anything right now. Yeah, not a problem. Cap, you are up. Oh, actually, sorry, before we continue, I got I to gotta describe the cloud of daggers. Um, so <laughs> from from her spot, uh, a little bit on into the chessboard, um, Ganora points at the orange bush to her left and fires off the rain of <laughs> magical daggers that come from above and begin to swirl around downwards towards the orange bush um, and it kind of looks around in a little bit of distress but not much. Now Cap is up. I'm just gonna start slashing at hedges I guess. <laughs> Alright so you'll move forward um, you'll have to use your entire movement to get to either the orange one or the white one. I'll do the orange one since the white one is apparently surrounded by a cloud of daggers right now, and I would like to avoid that. 
So you're doing with your axe? Great. My axe, yeah. That is a 16. Yes, that will be a hit. Go ahead and give me your damage. That's going to be a 12 slashing damage. Okay, so you uh, rush forward with your axe in your hands. Um, You run out towards the one on the opposite side from the one your friend has pinned down with these daggers. And you raise your axe and you swing, um, cutting deep into it and lobbing off one of its arms. You kind of step back and you look and you can see one more hit would cause this thing to lose its ability to move. Um, it is heavily, heavily damaged from your strike. Uh, something about slashing damage had a really good effect on this bush. Oh, really? Okay, good to know. <laughs> Interesting. Also good to know that I have another attack. So I'm just gonna swing back the other way. That was a 19. Yeah, you take it down. Nice. Hell yeah. We can slash it. (laughs) (laughs) So basically just like swipe one through and then swipe through the other way. Yeah, you like swipe through and you can see that there's just like one thick bit of internal hedging that's keeping it upright and you just do a little swink and cut it the rest of the way through and it falls into two pieces on the ground. Excellent. Anything else you'd like to do? Um, You've used all your movement. Yeah, I was going to say, I can't really go anywhere. I'm kind of stuck here now. All right, then next up is the guardian at the front, the one with the bright pink roses. It says, well, well, this, well, this won't do at all. And it steps forward 10 feet and lashes a whip out at uh, Ganora. 13? Does that hit you? It does not. Amazing. You just barely uh, managed to avoid the sharp thorn whip attack. Um, You're small, you dart to the side, you bob and weave, and it's not able to get you this time. Then it will say, make sure that they don't get through to the drawbridge. It calls out to the other creatures. It is the yellow uh, Rose Guard's turn. The yellow one is still up, so it's going to move. And it steps onto the uh, chessboard. It steps forward, sees Cap around the other side of the hedge as it's going for Ganora, and instead turns its sights on her. Natty 20. Damn. <laughs> oh, I told I... you you're in danger. I know. <laughs> you take 12 slashing damage. Ouchie. Um, and it's, uh, whip rakes along your arm and causes you to have many scratches, tears you up, hurts your hand, um, and it gets up close to you now, um, ready to do more damage, but it doesn't have a chance yet because Harry is up. Uh, okay. So double checking, we're outside right now? Yes, you are. Yes. Uh, would you consider the weather stormy or is it just like cloudy and ominous? I would say it's cloudy and ominous. Okay. Then I am going to call lightning. Nice. Ooh, okay. So it is now stormy. (laughs) All right. That's pretty exciting. And I'm going to drop a lightning bolt on the the head flower lady, the pink flower lady. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw. Bold to assume that they're women. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's a plant, so it could be all genders. (laughs) Fifteen. Uh, that is the throw, so that means you save? Succeed, yeah. My DC is 15. 
Okay, so half damage? Yeah, so half would be seven. Because I rolled seven. Okay, so Harry um, (laughs) steps forward slightly, looks over towards the pink rose guardian, um, reaches out into the sky and calls the stormy weather towards their area, and shabam! A lightning bolt, smelling faintly of farts, uh, <laughs> hits the the Rose Guardian, causing it to And take. this fart storm will be here for ten minutes as long as I hold concentration. Wasn't fart storm your stripper name? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> she did go under sweat factory for a while, but then made the change to fart storm. Fart storm got me more tips. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anything else you'd like to do? Do you want to move around? Uh, um, I would like to move just to be kind of like as close to the middle of our gr- uh, group of people as possible. Okay, I'll say you could use your full movement to get directly in between um, Ganora and Cap. Okay. And that would put you 40 feet from the the one you just hit. Okay. All right, so that is Harry. Now we'll move on to the pale pink uh, Rose Guard, who mm, doesn't have the movement to get all the way across to Ganora, but it's going to get as close as it can as it can to do a whip attack against her. Someone could just, like, take care of this thing. <laughs> I called a lightning storm in. It's that you are the one hanging out on the chessboard. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Um, it whips at Ganora, but misses her by a wide margin um, and uh, is probably impacted by the cloud of daggers that is not too far away from it. Yeah, never mind, guys. I'm good. <laughs> I rolled a one. We're good. <laughs> We're very good. Yes. It's aim sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, now it's time for the White Rose Guard, who is in a cloud of daggers. So go ahead and roll me that damage. Seven. Seven. What kind of damage is this? Uh, that is slashing damage. All right, so as the White Rose Guard looks around towards its leader and then back at the group of you, the daggers uh, descend upon it and begin to shink, 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 slice it up, Edward Scissorhand style, um, causing uh, white roses and leaves to fall in a little cloud around it. Um, it is frustrated, so it moves forward towards the one who cast on it to attempt an attack. Not damage it. It did damage it significantly. Still moving then. Not not significantly enough for my liking. Thank you. You didn't one shot <laughs> kill it. No, but neither did Cap. I will say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this time it is a uh, fourteen to hit. Uh, that that is my AC. Oh, so it just barely manages to lash out against the one who hurt it. And you will take, you take four slashing damage. Sorry, piercing damage. (laughs) Not too bad. You you got lucky this time. Um, It didn't do so good, but now it is all up and close with you and ready to do more damage next time. Carol, you're up. Woo! Um, Carol is going to see what a great job Cap did with that first one. And he's going to slash with his sword at... uh, 
It's the light pink one that was attacking Ganora. Uh, the white one. Oh, that one's in the Cloud of Daggers, though, right? It moved out of the Cloud of Daggers now. Oh, did it? Yeah, it, it got attacked by the Cloud of Daggers, and then it moved towards her. Gotcha. Okay, I'm going to slash at that one. It's a 22. Yes. 22 definitely hits. Give me that damage. 12. 12 slashing cuts it to ribbons, and the roses yeah. fall around your feet um, in between you and Ganora. And you handsomely smile as uh, <laughs> this Rose Guard is defeated. Uh, then I'm going to take my second action to slash at uh, the next nearest one, I guess. Whichever one that would be. Can't You can't get all the way to the next closest one. Um, but you could switch to your reach weapon because you're 10 feet away if you want. Or you can use something ranged. Do you, for instance, have a hand axe that you can toss? Yeah, I think I'll go ahead and throw that. Great, great suggestion. Uh, that's a 24 to hit. <laughs> yeah, that definitely hits. So you throw this at the yellow one that's been uh, harassing Cap. And that's 10, pier- or 10 slashing damage. I don't know why I keep saying piercing. <laughs> okay. Um, so you throw it, and the way that your axe hits it is it goes into the center mass and cuts a significant portion on the interior before clattering to the ground. It takes very significant damage from that hit. Hell yeah. Nice. Finally being useful. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right you are. Uh, Ganora, you're up. You can see that there are two, two of the guardians have been, the guards have been defeated already. One is really hurt and one is barely hurt. Okay, I'm going to take the one that is really hurt. Okay, that would be the yellow one. Okay, and I'm going to cast a vicious mockery. Okay, so what, what kind of save is it? It's It's a wisdom saving throw. It's a 12. It's not gonna do it, my man. All right, so it is viciously mocked. Give me that damage. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be 1d4 of psychic damage. So it's going to take two, and it has disadvantage on its next roll. Okay. I, so you. I think we're going to need to hear this burn. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> so right. you shout out towards this yellow rose guard. Actually, I'm going to shout back towards the group. Don't worry, guys. I got this fucking weed. <laughs> All right, so you cast your vicious mockery, and you can actually see that the yellow flowers begin to wilt very slightly, and the edges become brown, um, and it stoops over a little bit in pain. The green luster of its leaves has diminished. It looks like it's on its last legs after such an insult. (laughs) Now I just feel bad. Um, and then I'm going to move away from, like, I'm going to move back, like, off the board so I'm farther away from stuff, because I seem to be getting hit a lot. <laughs> Are you moving towards the moat or away from it? Um, I'm moving away from the guard, so whatever direction that is. Okay, so away from the moat would be the same. I'll say you yeah. s- you go back to your first position at the edge of the board. Okay. So that is you, Cap. You are up. So we have the one that hasn't been touched at all. And the one that's on its last legs, basically, right? And the leader one. There's three left Um, total. Okay. I will take that one that hasn't been touched. I don't know which color it is. Pale pink. So I'm going to go, I'm just going to go over to that pale pink. 
and take a swipe with the great axe. That's going to be an 18. That's a hit. Give me that slashing. It's only a five. So five slashing? Yep. All right. So you swing with your great axe and you lop off a few flowers, not as many as you like, but still a significant amount um, to this creature who uh, seems to take extra damage from your slashes. Nice. I'm going to go one more time. Go for it. That is a 14. 14 also hits. 12 slashing damage. 12 slashing? Yeah. Takes it right out. Yes. Guys, we got this. <laughs> so you once again see your technique worked earlier and you get your axe in there and you just slice off all the branches so that each limb falls away and it is just a pile of rosebush. Nice. Um, think think uh, that moment in Practical Magic. Yes. You got it down to the root. <laughs> nice. That was very helpful. That, that was... I, I was like, I have the perfect image in my head of what's happening here. Yeah. That we both know well. Um, anything else you would like to do on your turn? Uh, no, I think I used up al- almost all of my movements. So. Okay, seeing this uh, expert takedown of each of its guards, the pink rose guard- guardian at the front um, says, No, no, no. This, well, this won't do at all. I'm going to need a little assistance. Assistance. Oh, for the love of God. God damn it. Um, so it calls out in that fashion, causing, let's see how many. Should have killed the fucking pink one. Probably. That was dumb. That was dumb of us, you guys. Yeah, this is why I called a lightning storm that lasts for ten minutes. Because I get on my action without spending any more spell slots. I get to do 3d10 damage. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... I get advantage on uh, constitution saving throws if I get hit by anything. Nice. With that call for assistance completed, um, the pink guardian doesn't take any other actions, but the yellow guard, um, which is over near Carol, is going to move closer to him and make an attack. A dirty 20 to hit. Yeah, that'll do it. Carol takes seven points of piercing damage uh, from this creature. As it lashes out with its flowery arms on its last legs, desperately trying to survive the next round. (laughs) Harry, you are up. I'm going to throw me a lightning bolt at the main flower. Is it a save? Uh, Yeah, that's a dexterity saving throw. Oh, great. And, ooh, a good chunk of damage. <laughs> well, I rolled a four. <laughs> so. And you're going to take 25 lightning damage. Dang. Ooh-wee. Yeah, I rolled two That's tens eight. and a five. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> Harry, you look towards the the pink guard who keeps calling for assistance, and you're like, no, no, no. You call the force of your fiery Teuton god down upon it. Causing it to instantly begin smoking as it's struck by a thick and bright bolt that smells faintly of somebody's butt. And (laughs) it takes significant damage. That was 25. It certainly was. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else you'd like to do? Oh, I'll throw a healing word. That's a bonus action. All right. You trumpet with your trunk. And the healing goes into Ganora. Oh, 
Oh, that's five. So okay. I rolled a one. Oh, up to 19. <laughs> so. Yeah. Five points of heals to you. Okay, and with that, since two more of the Rose Guards are down, it's Carol. Cool, cool. I'm going to slash at the... It's the yellow one that just attacked me? Yes. Slash at that, motherfucker. Uh, that's a 26. Yeah, that's... I'm assuming that hits. Certainly does. Uh, and that's five slashing damage. You didn't even say piercing first. I know, <laughs> I'm learning. I'm so proud. <laughs> you swing around after being very rudely attacked, and you cut it right down. It collapses into another pile of roses at your feet. These ones a little bit wilted. <laughs> From being so vicious them out. Can I make it to the lead rose bush? What's your movement? 30 feet? 30 feet. Then you can just make it. I'm going to go slash at her. <laughs> okay. That's an 18. An 18 hits. And for damage, uh, nine. Um, you make a significant strike against her, but she is, well, it's still up. <laughs> Good. Oh Good my God. Lord. I guess that's all you can do at the moment, right? Yeah. Oh my god, I have an idea. Okay. <laughs> oh god. So at this point, Nora, you feel something slashing at your ankles. Oh my god. Uh, that is a dirty 20. So you... I mean, yeah. <laughs> you take four slashing damage and Damn it. one piercing damage. So the exact amount you were healed... <laughs> <laughs> yep. Back down to 14, guys. <laughs> so see, the healing word was very useful. Um, upon seeing this uh, success, the creature is going to make another attack against you. What is it? Uh, for an 18. Um, yeah. As you're hearing uh, Ganora shouting out in pain and taking another six slashing and one piercing. Oh, for the love of God! Sorry, I rolled real good on that one. Um, you can I'm see. I'm dying, guys. You can see that vines are slithering out of the hedges and beginning to swipe um, at ground level. Not great. Another one tries to lash out at Cap, but is ineffective. <sighs> and. Ganora, you're up. <laughs> okay. Here's what's gonna fucking happen. <laughs> I'm going to cast Charm Person on the the pink bush. The one that is causing all of this shit. Yeah, since we're in combat, you have disadvantage on that. It's all I got, bud. <laughs> um, I will say that you can make me an Arcana check before you cast this spell. A ten. Okay, a ten. So you go ahead and you cast a charm person on the the lead pink rose guardian, and you find that it has no effect. Your spell is wasted. Oh, for the love of God! It is not a humanoid. It's talking. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's human shaped. But it is made entirely of plants, and also probably magic. Okay. Is there anything else you would like to do? Can I move further back? Definitely. Okay, you I'm should gonna... climb up onto my shoulders. Oh, that might take an action to climb. Probably. Um, I would say you could give me an athletics or acrobatics if you want to just try to do it now. Uh, that's a 15. Success. For you are able yeah. to quickly jump and climb and land on Harry's shoulders. <laughs> a, a literal Bucky and Rocket situation. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> More of a Groot and Rocky Rocket situation. Yeah, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cap, go ahead. I would just like to end this stupid pink bush. Can I get... Set it on fire! Well, that's why I'm trying to see where, how close I am to it. You are 20 feet away. So if my produce flame and, like, tossing it is 30 foot ranged, do I then go at disadvantage, or is it no, within... It's, it's just 30 feet is your range. Okay. It's okay, not, great. like, short range, long range. Okay, great. So I'm going to produce flame and throw it at this bush. Okay. What do you do? Make an attack roll? I think, yeah, it's a ranged spell attack. Okay, go for it. That's only an 11. An 11. Uh, so your flame, unfortunately, goes a little wide and ends up sailing directly into the moat. Damn it. You miss, but not by much. That's very annoying. I just try again. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, do it again. <laughs> uh, I'll go ahead and say yes. I feel like technically the spell is like a one time, but I'll say you produce the flame and you split it into two that you can throw with each of your attacks. Okay. Okay, well, that's at least a 20, not natural. (laughs) That one definitely hits. Go ahead and roll me that damage, and we'll see if you're able to take it out. That's six fire damage. Six fire damage is enough to set the whole thing ablaze. And as it starts to, the flames start to lick up its body, it's going, Oh dear, oh dear, um, trespassers will be punished further inside, I guess. And it burns away <laughs> and collapses. I'm going to collect the flowers that had fallen off the things that we've killed and form them into a flower crown, which I will then wear. <laughs> are there still guardians out there? Yeah, isn't there something? There are no guardians, but there are the vines that were attacking from the hedge. And so as a Ganora moves away and starts collecting fa- uh, flowers, there's an opportunity attack that is a 14 to hit? Uh, that's, yeah, that barely. Oh, dang. Okay, sorry. But it's scraping at your ankles. Let's see what you take. You take much do you one mean? point of piercing and one point of slashing damage. Okay, well, I'd really like someone to heal me in the near future, but... I will say... I would like to just call lightning down on those vines until they don't exist anymore. Okay, great. I was going to say you have the ability to easily get rid of them. Um, So with the spell that is already up, Harry calls lightning and manages to destroy any remaining attackers. Um, At this point, you see... with the remaining ten minutes there, I have a couple hundred D10 that I can throw at it. And you only needed... I think I've done it. (laughs) You needed one strike each, so (laughs) you're pretty good. Um, And as the Uh, last vine is hit with lightning. The vines and thorns around the drawbridge begin to recede, and it falls forward over the moat, allowing you guys entrance into the castle. Before we go in there, I'm going to use a second level uh, heal wounds. On yourself or on someone else? Oh, on Ganora. Okay. Who is actively dying? Yeah, I'm at six. (laughs) Okay, so you guys take a brief moment to uh, bandage your wounds and heal your party before you move forward into the castle. I don't know, I think we should, like, hang out in the courtyard for a little bit, maybe take a rest. (laughs) 
If you wanted to, you can take a short one. Um, oh, if we're gonna take a short rest, and I'm not gonna burn yeah. that spell slot. Okay, so let's let's do that, and then um, we'll we'll come back to this uh, in the next episode. So, so yeah, let's let's do our wrap up stuff. So follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MonsterPodRPG. And you can find us on the internet at monsterpod.monster. And thanks to Lisa for our cover art. You can find her at Lisa Spiller on patreon.com. Uh, thanks to Gumbell for our theme song. Remember to rate, subscribe, review, all of that fun stuff. And we will see you next time. Okay, bye. 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 love the bachelor franchise ah the romance the adventure the drama but do you also kind of hate the bachelor franchise oh yeah the sexism the racism the intense heteronormativity of it all here at date card we're just two obsessed queerdos who love to dissect talk shit and get blocked by problematic contestants yeah we're here for the good the bad and the chad of it all you can find us on soblo media itunes and spotify please Please accept accept this rose. rose For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is as above, so below.